Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Love Rules. The message today, punching holes in the darkness. Our text is John, the first chapter, the first through the fourth verses. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in beginning with God. All things came into being through him. And without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. This text that John gives us for this season is really very unchristmassy. It's the least Christmas of all the of all the gospels this season. There are no shepherds, there are no angels, there's no manger scene. You see, John prefers to take this metaphorical, philosophical view of the incarnation. John wants us to think deeper about God's breaking into history, while Luke and Matthew take us to the rugged terrain of Bethlehem for the nativity, while Mark introduces us to Jesus during his baptism in the, in the Jordan, John takes us beyond the earthly plane into the boundlessness of the cosmos. I like to think of John as the Toni Morrison of the Gospels. If you're a reader, uh, you've probably read The Bluest Eye or Beloved, and those are books by Toni Morrison. When, and while other writers give you the basics, the what, why, and when, Toni says, no, I, I, you can't just scan my books. I work to write it, you'll work to understand it. So John gives us the word, and then he takes us to the light. The word tells us something about God. The light tells us something about ourselves. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word here is the creative force of God. It is divine reason and wisdom and order. It's, it's been here since the beginning, before the beginning, and the word is Jesus Christ, the word made flesh. The story of the cosmos and the story of Jesus are the same. You see, what John is telling you here is that Jesus is God. That's the first truth that John wants you to absorb. And this really is the most important message in the Bible. Because if Jesus is not God, then the story of the nativity is just a legend or a fable. If Jesus is not God, then his death on the cross would have no meaning. It would be just another death. What John emphasizes here through philosophy, through metaphor, through symbols, is that Jesus and God are, are one in the same. And I'm not going to get deep into the Trinity, but I want you to just remember that's the proclamation of the day. That is the center of our faith. It is what we believe. Jesus is God. But this, what we believe, presents us with another question. If we believe Jesus is God, then how are we to live? And, and that's where I want to focus for a few minutes today. John answers that question through the light. 
If the word is what we believe, then light is how we are to live. In Jesus was life, and the life was light to all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. That is the message. God is light. Light may just be the the best image in the Bible. It was God's first creative act. He said, let there be light. And the Bible says God's light is the absolute light that illumines every other light. In your light, we see light. Light in the Bible is love. It's righteousness. It's knowledge. It's truth. It's wisdom, clarity, perfection, everything holy. Jesus Christ. So if light symbolizes Jesus Christ, then darkness is everything that is not. It is in the darkness that we begin to understand why the light is so powerful. I had to drive up to New Hampshire to visit my stepson who is incarcerated up near the Canadian border. And I'm driving up there in order to get to an eight o'clock visiting hour. And in that sense, I had to get up in the dark to get on the highway. And you're going way up almost to Canada, up past the Franconia Notch. And for three and a half hours, it's just pitch black. There's not much activity on the highway. And the only light I see is the sign that says, warning, black ice. And, and the only other lights are the truck lights that are behind me. At one point, I must have had six trucks behind me because I'm driving so slow. There's not even a place to kind of pull over because of the snow. Uh, it was dark. And you see, I don't like the dark. Most of us don't like the dark because darkness is what frightens us. It is what we do not know. It is confusion. And that's how I felt going up that road to New Hampshire to the prison. But the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. Light is the revelation of God's love through Jesus Christ and the penetration of that love into the world, darkened by sin and confusion and doubts and fear. It's just like being on this dark road going up a mountain. You need light. You need light to get it up. And as people of God, We are told that not only does God give us light, God makes us light. We are the light of the world. We have to walk in the light as Jesus is light. I am so thankful you've joined us today. Remember, Love Rules is totally listener supported. Won't you make a donation right now to keep this program on the air? Log on to RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org and click on giving. That's RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org. Click on giving. Thank you. God bless you. The Bible tells us that we need to walk in the light as Jesus is light. But here's the rub. Darkness can be so pervasive. It can be so prevalent. It's it's just hard to, to sometimes be the light. Uh, how can you do that when, when there's so much darkness around you? What can we do? How can we be the light? I mean, you can say that. It's easy to say. But what does it mean to do that, to, to live that out day in, 
day out. Well, I have another story for you. It's not biblical, but it's beautiful. It's about Robert Louis Stevenson. He was a 19th century author. You remember Treasure Island. Well, uh, the story says that most of his childhood, Stevenson was in poor health, and that forced him to stay in bed. And one winter night, his nurse found him at the window of his room with his nose pressed against the window pane, and she scolded him, telling him, you're going to catch a, a death of cold. Get away from that window. But Stevenson, the story says, didn't move. He was mesmerized watching an old lamplighter slowly make his way down the street through the darkness. And the lamplighter was lighting each street lamp one at a time. And Stevenson, as a child, exclaimed, Look, there's a man poking holes in the darkness. Poking holes in the darkness is what the good news is all about. It's how we as ordinary people can take the story of the light, the story of the season. It's how we can take John's images and, and metaphors and live them out. It's how we can find personal intimate meaning in the extraordinary revelation of incarnation, poking holes in the darkness. When God took on human form, his nature did not change, but his position did. God came to earth to poke holes in our darkness. As Jesus, he humbled himself, was conceived in the womb, took on flesh, laying aside his glory, his privileges, in order to reveal himself to us, in order to save us from our sins, the light shining in the darkness. He punched holes in the darkness. And in doing that, he revealed to us something about ourselves. The whole point of the, the Christmas season, the point of the Bible, is God's revelation to us through Jesus of who we might become. God's purpose for us through salvation is that we might see and know ourselves as God sees and knows us, as people of light. God promises us that the time will come when we will see clearly now we see through a glass darkly, but then we will see him face to face. And there won't be anything but the light of God. There'll be no darkness, no evil. We will be in glory. All that is good and perfect about God will be ours. What a promise, eternity. But until then, come on now, until then, we have things to do. Our effort to live out the promise as best we can through faith, which is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And how do we live that out? By poking holes in the darkness as best we can, by living up to the glory of God as best we can. Now, when I talked about going and seeing my stepson in prison, it wasn't to air my family's dirty laundry. It wasn't to be a martyr. Uh, I just wanted to tell you as an example of my attempt, feeble though it may be, to poke holes in the darkness. You see, this is how we are called to be the light of the world. The Message Bible puts it this way. You are here to be light, to bring out the God colors in this world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this. I love that. We're going public with this. I'm putting you on a light stand. And now that I put you there, you've got to shine. 
when we sacrifice our comfort and resources to help those who are the least of these, we are poking holes in the darkness. When we give and give more than is expected, give over the top, we are poking holes in the darkness. When we witness for Christ every day that we can, we are poking holes in the darkness. When we choose to forgive those who hurt us, we are poking holes in the darkness. Don't think that you don't have enough light. God has given you light in your life. You know, without God, our hearts are hopelessly dark and deceitful. We can't trust our heart without God. The Bible says without God, we can do nothing. If I say I'm a Christian and I believe in God's word, then I have to live it out day in, day out, best I can. That means I have to figure a way to punch holes in the darkness, even the darkness inside me. Think about it. Happy New Year. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, roxburypresbyterianchurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Oh